Blog Talk Radio. Sometimes your thoughts will come and go. Try to clear your mind, but confusion won't let you know that deep inside there's a sacred place where all uncertainty can be raised. I never learned to know myself, and I was afraid. Right now I need to heal myself. Well, just like a bruised head that runs so deep. I spent my life just being asleep. It takes enlightenment to know that what you learn is toxic. It takes enlightenment to know that you can learn toxicity. Good morning. This is Sunday Mornings with Enlightenism, and I am your co-host, Enlightenist teacher and consciousness practitioner, Carolyn Kelly. And I thank you for listening. And I welcome you to our Sunday morning Enlightenism Spiritual Freedom broadcast service. We'll begin our broadcast with a guided meditation. And this guided meditation is designed to quiet and clear the mind to take you away from the toxic hurry and worry and all of the things that we do in the course of a moment, in the course of our lives, to get away from the true beingness of who we are. What I know is Enlightenism is about everything that you do in life. There is nothing that is untouched by enlightenism. And as you listen to this guided meditation, I'd like for you to think of it as a prayer. A prayer of what is inside of you, what we sometimes forget about, the power and how sacred we are in our beingness and how we can always change our awareness of being, how we can heal our lives. And what I'd like you to do in this moment is close your eyes very softly, all of you that can close your eyes and are not doing something that require you to be attentive with your eyes. Just want you to Close your eyes very softly. And as you close your eyes, I want you to begin breathing in and out in a very slow and quieting and deliberate manner. As you listen to the words, 
of the Enlightenism insightful meditation. I awake each morning in the awareness that the power of the unconditioned consciousness of being resides in each moment of my thinking, in each moment of my being, and in each moment of my doing. It is in this power of being that I recognize my life on the enlightenism path of a new way to think and live. In this beingness of a new way to think and live, I acknowledge that I have within me the power to heal my life and the power to change my life. In this far-reaching power, I know that I am self-reliant. I know that I was born whole, perfect, and complete, faceless, formless, and colorless, and have everything that I will ever need for the journey. On the Enlightenism path of a new way to think and live, I understand that all my activities lead back to my beliefs and values. And it is from this reference that I clearly understand my awareness of being. On the Enlightenism path, my power leads me out of lack, limitation, and struggle. Every moment on this path, I embrace the far-reaching values of a new way to think and live. On the Enlightenism path, I embrace and understand the freedom of being. In every moment, I acknowledge my existence and my awareness of being on the Enlightenism path of a new way to think and live. My life and activity respond from this beingness. I am on the path of a new way to think and live. On this path, I come to know that I am greater than the I that I created. I am on the path of a new way to think and live. Now I ask that you take a deep, full breath in and release it very slowly as you open your eyes and consciously move your attention back to the broadcast. I'd like to remind you that this broadcast and all of our broadcasts 
are available on iTunes, Listen Notes, Spotify, Spreaker, Apple, and Google. By typing or speaking into your device, Brother Malcolm Kelly, Blog Talk Radio. I recommend reading Brother Malcolm's latest blog, Overcoming the Trauma of Generational Toxicity. Also, I invite you to go to YouTube, to the Enlightenism channel, to hear more of Brother Malcolm's insights. The Enlightenism broadcast is a spiritual freedom broadcast. The intent of the Enlightenism Spiritual Freedom Broadcast is to reveal how you can use your mind to overcome the spiritual dependency on others to define God for you. Through this broadcast and your self-acquired intuitive knowledge, you come to know that the greater power of God is within your mind. Now, before Brother Malcolm comes to speak, I always like to share some short insights with you. And these insights are to open up the beingness in you so that you further discover the path that you're on and understanding the broadcast, the intent of the broadcast. And the idea of this broadcast is to invite you to work from the inside out. Because most of us have learned to work from the outside in. And as an Enlightenism teacher and consciousness practitioner, what I know is this. You are given life to represent the highest in you. And that point of living comes forth in your activity of being. And this is what Enlightenism speaks of. And as I said when the broadcast opened, Enlightenism is everything. It's in the way you eat, the way you talk, your responses. It's coming from that high place. You understand that you were born whole, perfect, and complete, and have everything that you will ever need for the journey. I am about that beingness in every area of my life. And what I know is that enlightenism is not just about one thing. It is about everything in your life. It is about representing that high point in your life that you were born with. And this broadcast is a way of understanding that and developing yourself so that you are living from the high point. There is no one 
that is going to give you a letter grade for how well you do. You will know this through your awareness of being. With that, I just want to ask a few questions. How much time do you devote to being quiet? How much time do you devote to being still and allowing whatever is in there, whatever you're thinking, and whatever comes up in that quiet, not to run away from it or have something to do, but to look at it. On the Enlightenism path, as I say in the meditation, you have the power to change your life. You have the power to heal your life. So you no longer need to run away from the quiet. You can be okay in the quiet. How much time do you devote to the enjoyment of being you? How much time do you devote to recognizing the happiness in you? the completeness in you? How much time do you devote to understanding and calling that forth? How much time do you devote to your health, to eating, sleeping, exercising, mindfulness, smiling, or just listening to your breath? How much self-time do you spend? How much awareness do you have of yourself? What are you aware of? What comes up? If something is bothering you and you don't quite know what it is on this Enlightenism path, what I can tell you is that when you spend enough time in the quiet and you have those moments when something is bothering you and you just can't quite put your finger on it, what that is telling you is that you're walking more fully out of the social construct, out of generational toxicity. And there is a part of you that has dealt with generational toxicity and the social construct for so long, you miss it and you want to go back. But what I know is that once you begin on the Enlightenism path, you cannot go back to the social construct to generational toxicity, because now you are aware of something greater that you have, that you have opened up. It is about opening up to the highest point of living. It is about responding from that place. When you understand the meditation, when you begin to understand the path you're on, you're on the path to a new way, of a new way to think and live. And on this path, you come to know that you are greater 
than the I that you created. You are on the path of a new way to think and live. You are not praying, asking for something. You are now understanding that you have everything within you. And all you have to do is to continue on the path to self-discovery so that you get to the self-acquired intuitive knowledge where you, where you can now respond from. Up until now, I devoted a large amount of time to things outside of me. I don't do that anymore. When something comes up, a situation or an experience that I don't like, I'm not comfortable with, I go to me. I go to the power that is within me so that I can fully understand what I am unlearning, what I am doing now in my life. Enlightenism is where you do your highest living from. It is where you come to know a new place to think and live. As I said, the words in the meditation speak to the greater power within you. It is there. And when Brother Malcolm and I speak on this broadcast, we are speaking to the greater power that everyone has within them. We are a transformative broadcast on the Enlightenism path. You embrace and understand the freedom of being. In every moment of your living, acknowledge your existence and awareness of being on the Enlightenism path. Enlightenism brings forth the divine in you. Enlightenism is a divine action as you. It is about living from the wholeness that you were born with. Enlightenism is a self-acquired intuitive knowledge that comes from the wholeness in you after self-discovery. Self-discovery is the path that you take to get to the clarity within so that you discover who you are and why you do what you do. Enlightenism is how you live deeply and deliberately. You move in the knowing rather than the familiar or the expected. You stop being a victim in your own life. You realize 
You were not divinely created to be a victim. And you realize when you are feeling victimized and you know what to do. Your awareness of being comes forth with enlightenism. That is why we call it a transformative broadcast. Brother Malcolm and I invite you to overcome your dependency on others to define God for you. We invite you to understand that the greater power of God is within you. Living in the beingness of enlightenism, you come to know from within. We don't use enlightenism to find the power of God outside of us. We use enlightenism to find the power of God within. I encourage you to read our blogs, listen to our broadcasts, live or on playback on any one of the platforms that I mentioned earlier and purchase our books, Enlightenism, The New African-American Man, Seeds from the Ashes, and Let There Be Life. Enlightenism is a new paradigm shift in African-American consciousness and spiritual awareness. I invite you again to listen to our broadcast live or on playback. And uh, I think we were having a little uh, problem with the um, studio, but I think I think we're I think we uh, may be okay because I was going to introduce Brother Malcolm, but I don't know if we're still having uh, a problem with the broadcast. Just a second, let me find out. Okay, I understand. Now we're okay. So uh, I now give you the Enlightenism prophet, speaker, author, philosopher, and creator of Enlightenism, Brother Malcolm. Okay. We're okay now, huh? Okay. Are you there? Okay. Yeah, we're here. Okay. So it's been fixed. And, yeah, it's uh, sounding a little scratchy. I don't know what the what the. Sound I, off, huh? okay. Yeah, it sounds it something. sounds scratchy. Okay. So we can just be patient with us while we get this all set up for you. Things happen sometimes on the broadcast, but. I'm okay, always aware of who I'm being. Okay. Are we good now? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The scratchiness is gone. Okay, Sister Carol, that was great. <laughs> great <laughs> insight. I had a problem hearing it all on this end, but the, but the audience could hear it. So okay. it wasn't any problem. Okay. So everything right. went through great today. So Okay. Thank you for those wonderful remarks. Insight. You're quite welcome. Okay, folks, I'm Brother Malcolm coming to you live from the Enlightenism Zone. You are tuned in to the Powers of the Mind Hour. 
an online spiritual transformation service for Sunday where we share insights on the greater power within. The greater power within is defined as God. And this greater power within is not only in the past, but in the present. And we're dealing with spirituality in the present. In the present moment, who are you aware of being? And how do you define yourself? What information are you using to define yourself? Enlightenism is to cut through the illusions. An illusion, folks, comes from having been born in a social construct where everyone has been, everything has been provided for you. All of the things that you need to know in the world and to survive in the world and to live in the world has been already prearranged for you when you were born. And from this information, we, we began to define ourselves, think about who we are. And you notice whenever we deal with God or a greater power, we go back thousands of years to understand them. We have to we have to go back and read something about somebody else and then listen to people who never knew these people interpret what they meant. When you're in a situation such as we are in today, it's better to focus on the present for you to have direct knowledge of the greater power within you. So we call the greater power in us that which connects us to the divine is the consciousness of truth. The consciousness of truth is in each one of us. It is not, it is not a part of the brain and or the mind. It is something separate. It is something different. It is something where we, it is a power and clarity so that we can overcome the illusions and the illusions about who we are and what we think about ourselves. How long has this been going on, folks? How long long have we been trapped in in this prison? How many how many thousands of years have people been trying to discover this great power? And how many different interpretations? See, when, when you when you want to examine something or inquire about it, it doesn't mean that you are, are saying it doesn't exist. See, this is what so so this is what many people think that when I raise questions such as I'm raising about the greater power and things that happened five years ago and you're living in the past, first thing you want to do is to attack me for saying that I don't believe in such and such religion. It's not about belief. You can say that, yeah, somebody taught me about Santa Claus. Someone taught me a lot of fables of a little kid, Jack and the Beanstalk, all of these things, Cinderella. All of these things are stories that I heard in my life. And they were taught to me by others from trusted sources. Then I later on found out they didn't exist in the way that people had taught me. In other words, Santa Claus did not exist the way that I was taught. George Washington did not exist in the way that I was taught. 
and neither did any other people. So we know that people put spins on things so that they can make things greater and people greater than they are. And we leave out information, and here we are today. We are today suffering and trying to understand what is power. How do we get to God? How do we connect to this power? How are we able to deal with the pain and suffering in our lives and the illusions that cause it? So the question I ask for all of you today, I mean, most of you have heard about a spirit or a soul. Yeah, and we believe that. Now, just 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 getting 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 to this point of clarity for a moment. Do you think that the soul goes to heaven or the body? Which one of you, when you today, what do you believe is going to heaven? Let's say you believe in heaven and hell and other other places that you want to believe. Or to just say that in heaven or hell, or, or to go to a place where you are with the creator of all possibilities, which is God. Who is there? The body or something else? So the, the something else we call the soul. I call it consciousness. It, it either way, it's invisible. You can't see it. So the question is, is the soul in us free of our pain and suffering? Now, is the soul is the soul is the soul that exists in our bodies? Is it free of pain and suffering? Is it detached? Pays no attention, meaning nothing impacts it, nothing moves it. Uh, when we're acting silly, crazy doing terrible things to ourselves and others, where is the uh, the soul, the spirit, the consciousness? Where is it? What is it doing? Well, we know just from our own, <laughs> just from our own, you know, just in having a social con- construct mindset, you know that your body is not going in the sky to live. It's not going to heaven. Your body, once it has been destroyed basically by all of the human techniques used to bury a body or to incinerate a body, it's gone. And that's what and it's what's supposed to happen. It's supposed to stay on the earth. The body didn't come from this place called heaven. It's never been there. The body came from a human, two human beings, a male and a female. That's how they're defined. And the body is born in the earth, and it dies in the earth. And that's why even people go through the rituals. They put people in the ground. And then there is some kind of thought process that goes into believing that they're going to be resurrected. Now, the bodies are going to be resurrected. We put you in the ground, you know, and if you're a Christian, then you say, you know, quote Christ, I am the resurrection and the life, and whosoever believes in me, though you are dead, yet shall you live. Now, we've heard about all of this. 
but we thought it meant a body. We didn't think it meant beliefs and values. So let's be clear about it. So you have to ask yourself, do you believe that there is a soul or spirit in you? And if so, are you connected to it? Do you know for yourself beyond the beliefs? Have you discovered something in you that is greater than what you have been taught by others? Then you get real, real clear about your life. You, you, get, you see, when you start inquiring and working in the mind and in consciousness, which is what Sister and Carolyn and I are sharing with you on this spiritual online spiritual transformation service, we are transforming spirituality into something that exists in the present. And if this great power of God is in the present, then why do we need to rely on the past? The whole purpose of our broadcast is to live in the present moment, meaning you stop depending on the past to define the greater power within you. You can depend on the past for technology. These are things that human beings created, but human beings have never created a soul or a spirit or, or the consciousness of truth, never have and never will not in the form and situation that we're in today. So when we begin to inquire in the mind, then clarity comes forth, and the clarity is what you need to see through the illusory beliefs that you've been using all of your life. And you're afraid because, see, fear prevents you, fear and doubt, doubt prevent you from working in your mind by relinquishing your dependency on others. That's what stops you, fear. See, the fear stops you. And when we, we're, we're outlining a, a philosophy called Enlightenism so that individuals like ourselves can gain the power and clarity to see beyond the illusions, to identify what is an illusion? And an illusion is all beliefs from the past that you are using to define the greater power within you. I'm not saying that a computer or typewriter that preceded it or something or telephone, I am saying those are, those are little gadgets that human beings can create and use for themselves, houses and so forth. But we cannot create God, no matter how we want to do it. So we, we resign ourselves to believing that God only existed in the past. And somehow, God wanted us to trust all the things from, that these people, the meaning all of the people that profess to talk about the past. See, they're not talking about themselves being in the past. They're talking about hearsay information. Hearsay is information is mean, means information that you do not have direct knowledge of. You have not discovered a soul in you. You have not discovered a spirit in you. You've heard about it. You've heard about God. But you have not discovered it for yourself. <clears throat> and so we practice these things from thousands of years ago, believing 
that they are somehow going to bring us closer to our unification with the greater power within, and it doesn't work. You're no closer today than you were when you were born if you are relying on things in the past. You are closer today if you have relinquished your dependency on things of the past and you're working in your mind to discover things for yourself. This may be something that many want to object to, but when you really think about it, you're putting a person, and this is this is not to make any disparaging remarks about someone's beliefs because I understand them. I'm talking about things I understand. I'm not talking about things that I've heard about. I understand that people die and they bury them and put them in the ground. And I understand for many years that people believe that the person was either in heaven, even though they're in the ground, or that some power that they heard about in the in the past in the past, someone told them about it, is going to come and raise those people in the ground, give them life, and take them to a place where bodies don't exist, which is heaven. And, I, and, I, and I'm saying to you today, where is your soul? Is the soul... Is your soul in the ground with you, even though the soul is not of the earth? The soul is not on the earth, and according to the way life is set up here, cannot exist on the earth. There's no need to exist because it doesn't have a form. You need the things that are on earth. So where is your soul? Is your soul in your mind? And what happens to your mind when you die? So you have, you've heard people talk about near-death experiences. And they talk about the fact that, you know, someone is dying and then they, they go uh, through this little tunnel or something they call it, and they see all the bright lights and they see whatever Christian deity that they have been told about. And then they go in and they feel peaceful and all this stuff, and then they say, okay, it's not your time. We send you back. Well, who is being sent back? Consciousness or the body? And when we rely on the past, we rely on confusion. The past is filled with confusion. And regardless of what someone is telling you, that if you don't know anything about the past, you're doomed to repeat it. No, you're not. You're going to do better. You're not doomed to repeat the past just because you know nothing about it. You're better equipped to change your life without knowing anything about the past. Because if you don't depend on the past, then you're not going to make all of these crazy decisions that we have been making. Everything is depending on the founding fathers in this country. Somewhere else in another country is something else, something that happened in the past. And we want to glorify the people that created it because we think that they knew more than we did, and they didn't. But we want to believe it because it's the way we want to live. We live in the past. We glorify people with statues and monuments. 
What is that about? It's the glorification that we need to sort of massage our confusion about who we are. We are divinely created with powerful minds. The consciousness within us is colorless, faceless, and formless, whole, perfect, and complete. It's not inadequate in any way. The body that we're in and the brain that we're using is the one that has the problem. It has separated itself from who it really is and began to take on an image of itself being powerless and a victim because you're relying on the past. In the present, you're fine. And you don't need to know the past. You don't need to need the past. You, we, we, we can create a new world, but we can't create the new world when we're relying on things in the past. We're too attached to the past. And whenever we decide to create something different, we want to rely on what people did in, the, in thousands of years ago. Rather than what can we do today, how can we cut the umbilical cord of the past and live in the present and rely on the beliefs and values in the present? We cannot live in the present relying on beliefs in the past. That is just as confusing as the belief that you're putting someone in the ground and then believing they're in the sky. That's confusion. Rather than accepting the fact things that are born on the earth stay on the earth. Things that are born, born in consciousness stay in consciousness. We're in the present. And the greater power of God is in us. It's not outside. It's not in the past. God doesn't live in the past. How do I know it? Because in the past, there's nothing but pain and suffering throughout the everything you read in the past is about pain and suffering. And the creator of all possibilities, the greater power, where there's pain and suffering, the consciousness is not present. Only the human mind. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Brother Malcolm. Thank you, Sister Carolyn. We're getting us started today. Thank all of you for listening to this wonderful online spiritual transformation service, and I encourage all of you to become a participant and subscriber. Let's, let's turn this program and this information into a life-changing broadcast that can put some real meaning in our lives and understand that we are living in the present moment and we do not have to live in the past. Thank you very much. Have a great day. We'll be back. Both of us on, on will be back tomorrow, um, 12 p.m. Have a great day. Here's Sister Carolyn to close out. You're listening to Brother Malcolm's Healing of the Mind broadcast. He's sharing Enlightenism insights about how to use inner mind power. This broadcast and all of our broadcasts are available on iTunes, Apple, Listen Notes, Facebook, Twitter, and Google. We encourage you to subscribe to this life-saving broadcast and become a regular listener. Purchase one of 
Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism books from Amazon, or his blog, Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism Insights. Also, go to our website, www.nationalbyesociety.org, and make a tax-deductible donation to support our nonprofit 501c3 organization. Thank you for listening.